Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Zone Time, people. I'm Julian. Avery's here. Sam is here. Tic Tac Tomar is here. And uh, some new digs. You finally completed the move. Congratulations from uh, one part of town to another. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was awesome. Have a nice wall back there. Michael Bunting. I don't know. If, yeah. No, no. Whatever. Just back there. So that's awesome. Yeah, if it wasn't for your 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 bike stand, uh, it's covering the G. Otherwise, we would have just assumed you have gotten a fake Bunton jersey. <laughs> no, nah, see, that, that's, <laughs> that, that's Michael Bunting when he comes back from Scarborough. If you call him, it's, it's, my, it's my, Michael Bunton. Michael Bunton. Michael. Michael. <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> we got to roll through a bunch of topics here. Uh, normally, we'd like to carry on and go an hour, an hour and a half, all that. Uh, we've been given directives uh, because of some time issues from the people at uh, Yahoo that we got to we gotta roll a little quicker than normal. Not for any reason, just because other people have stuff to do. But uh, send your complaints to those at Yahoo. No, I'm kidding. We love Yahoo. Um, quick poll for everybody. Uh, show of hands or just say yes or no. If you bothered to watch NHL All-Star Weekend. Okay, Avery has his hand up. Sam is... I I don't know. I watched like two minutes of the skills competition on Friday against my will. Oh, against Uh, your will. Yeah. Yeah. I saw saw Sarah Nurse do the uh, literally geek out Shesterkin. And then I saw all the... Oh, he let her oh, score. He just like threw himself afterwards. on his back. Yeah. Um. And then I saw that the Leafs were getting the All Star game, so then I saw a lot of people complaining about that. And besides that, it's not worth it. And then I saw a lot of people. I saw Trevor Zegers tweet the yawn emoji. I did. Too. Where's yeah. the lie? So you know. Yeah, um, man. It's I, pretty brutal when you have like one of your emerging star players just trash it basically as as much as he can no i i watch both days in full because i'm an all-star game junkie i will watch everything from start to end i watch all-star friday and saturday and all-star friday like skill competition my gripe was why are we ending why are we going to different events before completing the first one that made yeah. no sense mm, why are we not ending no events in their entirety and then continuing i don't understand that no one did 
It doesn't make sense. It's like starting this podcast and then breaking for five seconds and then go to the broadcast <laughs> and then like, oh, we're going to start that for five minutes. We're going to go to in the mentions with Obar. That's like, Listen, oh, we no, would make ahead. that work way better than they did. Probably. Absolutely, we would. Um, you know what's so funny? Obar, go ahead. So funny for me is that yeah. during the game, um, the actual game, there was a coach's challenge for an offside. There and was. I bet Gary Bettman thought that that was so funny. He's like, hey, <laughs> it's the all-star game, but they're actually going to challenge it. Hey, hey, isn't this funny? Hey, hey, look, hey, hey, look, see, look, look. It's like it's like actual hockey in the NHL at the all-star game, but it doesn't matter. The score is going to be like 17 to 15, but we're going to challenge this goal because it doesn't matter. But it's funny because it's in the all-star game. Hey. Hey, it's funny. Hey, you see Toronto, you get the all-star game. Like, just be yeah. cool. I don't understand like how, how hard it is. Just be cool. Gosh. You're asking, you're asking hockey players to be cool, especially now. It hasn't been, I can't think of a worse time in human history to be a hockey player because people just assume you're void of personality or a crappy person. Am I wrong or am I wrong? I thought it was so funny too how. You're seeing on the bench during the um, events, you're seeing yeah. Kevin Weeks and Emily Kaplan trying their best for these guys to have fun and questions and answers. And they're still so stiff. Like, it's the All-Star game. You can laugh. You can make a joke when you're talking to the reporters. Like, we're not talking about Game 7 like Cup Finals. Laugh a little. It's All-Star weekend, guys. Come on. Ah, uh, Borhor, I couldn't laugh. He had, a, he had a sniper dot pointed at him from Lou. <laughs> you say what you say Whoa. one bad thing about the islanders Whoa. you are happy about this you're happy about Whoa. everything hey, say anything hey, bad hey, about hey. changes <laughs> how are we pulling out what pulled out gun in here like what what gun is wow to avery's point man to avery's point like again this is a moment where we're supposed to show off the stars we're supposed to show off the league and the game and how fun it is the the only thing i saw that made me legitimately, like, genuinely smile was a picture of, like, Brady and Matthew Kachuk with Crosby, and then someone did the side-by-side with them as kids. That was wholesome. That was cool. But besides that, it's, like, it's just I, another day in the league, man. I did enjoy the clip of Brady Kachuk doing a live interview while <laughs> Mitch ha. Marner was literally talking over him to Eric That was Carlson. funny. That I Marner, enjoyed. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. yeah, Sarah Nurse was the best part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. No one mentioned Connor McDavid going perfect in the accuracy challenge in the first round before losing to Nazem Kadri. I mean, people don't care. Though. People don't care. I remember back when, oh my gosh, oh, Sam's going to get so mad at me. Was it Daniel? It was Daniel. Daniel, right? It was Daniel Sedin, right? I think so. Yes, yes it was Daniel who just like pff, was rifled it. That was cool. Now it's just like, ah. especially Kov. Who did he beat in the, the fastest skater? Everyone's like, ah. Kevin Fiala, I think. Like, the apathy, man. People don't care about the All-Star game. That's a problem. And I don't understand why they don't care. I don't get it. And now you're going to put the All-Star game in Toronto where they can rip on it even more? People they really need to oh. reconsider. Like, I... It's such a chicken and egg thing. Everyone's like, who cares about the All-Star game? It's like, okay, but the whole point is you don't care about it because they've made it such an unappealing format and unappealing event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, but, you, 
And you know what? I would rather have the players straight up be like Carol Kapislav and be like, I don't care about being here. Like he fully just owned it instead of, you know, not even committing to not wanting to be there. That's true. He legit switched uh, out of an event, right? That was so funny. That's crazy. Oh like he did, he generally just did not care. Could you imagine if we were like watching like the NBA All-Star Weekend and like some like dunker we were all waiting to see was like, I don't want to do the dunk contest and just switched out like minutes before he's supposed to go. That would be Dude. insane. But those are leading NBA, they make those events appealing. They make yeah. it fun. Yeah. Oh the Pro my Bowl, God. Like the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl games are in Vegas this week. And the players who are taking part were all laughing and enjoying it and having a good time. They wanted to be there. They had fun. Yeah, they look the like they're having NHL a lot of fun. Can't, the NHL can't touch anything that the that they're not even close. Even as we speak, there are trade the trade events happening all over the NBA, and people are going nuts. Every year, NBA fans look for the big trade. Stars are moved every single year. And what do we get in the NHL? Oh, we get a conditional seventh. We get some salary retention, right? There's nothing. No, no one can traded do their captain, Bo Horvat. And he just got extended by the New York Islanders. Which and he is a got eight by eight point five. It's too long and too much money, said Lou Lamorello. Like Lou, you know you signed that, right? You know that was your, you know, the reason why it happened, right? Like no one else did that but you. Damn, <laughs> like, I can actually say this about Lou. You knew what it was when you signed up. But the thing I don't understand is that, like, he says this in an interview. And minutes later, minutes, it's on Twitter. What are you being so mysterious about? Oh, it's too much. Too much. Just tell us the flipping deal, man. We're going to find out anyway. <laughs> like, cap friendly exists. Like, I, I don't understand why. And even he's, better why for Lou. So mysterious about it. And even better for Lou, minutes after that was announced, Kyrie Irving got traded. So, like, not everyone in New York is going to really care about a Bo Horvat extension anyway. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, like it was announced that Kyrie uh, was traded. I should mention it's been updated that the trade apparently might need a third team. And uh, Raptors, some people say the Raptors might Raptors, end up being that third team. Raptors, it might be the third Raptors. team, it might be the third team in that deal, you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. yes, um, yes, last week we uh we did the show and the trade was announced just as we were recording it, and we had thoughts Hilarious. on that trade. Uh, how do we feel about the trade now? Now that Bo Horvat has been extended for eight years and eight and a half million dollars, I jumped the gun. I I withdraw my Damn. stance. I jumped the gun. I I thought about it afterwards because like if Lou had, it, it's all about. I think for me, like the timing of it is is like the greatest weapon. And again, I was very confused as to why um the Canucks made the trade then and not wait until March. And for, for the Islanders, it's like, yes, they made this trade. You know, they don't give up a lot. Again, I don't, I'm not privy to, like, the like the Islanders organization. But, like, on paper, it doesn't look like a lot or it doesn't look like what we expected a Horvath trade would look like. And, hey, you know, the fact that they're not – it's not guaranteed to make a playoff uh, – make the playoffs. There's an opportunity where they can flip them again. So, like, that in itself puts the Islanders in a pretty sick, sick position. Now, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't know, man. Because I thought about it. And I'm like, you know what? The Islanders play a system that takes away from offense, and Horvat shooting at 22. percent So it may not be sustainable long term. And instead of waiting, you extended him. 
So you might finish this year well, but maybe next year it might not be too well, and the year after that, and the year after that, and there's no movement clause. And, and I think about it, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I I take back my flea stance. I don't think it was that yeah. much of a flea thing, but it's it's an interesting deal, that's for sure. I gotta say, I just gotta we gotta shout out Bo Horvat one time because mm-hmm. he gets himself out of a situation in Vancouver that was getting more volatile by the second. He gets offloaded to the New York Islanders. Okay, fine. And he gets himself an eight-year, eight and a half million dollar deal before he even steps on the ice and plays for the Islanders. Like, I like I kept thinking, like, man, like, why would these teams do this? But we, I got to start thinking more about Bo Horvat, man. He secured the bag for a team, he and he hasn't even played the for them yet. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Think about it. He could have played games, right? And the Islanders, you're right. They could have easily said, you know what, man? We, we, we're not in the position to make playoffs. We're going to offload you to another team. Or they keep him and they try and make the playoffs. And as you mentioned earlier, maybe that shooting clip goes down from, like, 22% to, like, 15 and maybe that affects his stats. And maybe he only gets like six years at like a completely different deal. For Bo Horvat, you know what? Instead of focusing on the Islanders and the Canucks and who wins that trade or who doesn't win that trade, give a moment to Bo Horvat, y'all. He secured mm. the bag. He secured the bag. He got out of a terrible situation in Vancouver and he gets himself paid. I can't be mad at that. And you know, we know him. <laughs> We know in pro sports, you know, nothing is guaranteed. I am very much on the side of players getting as much money as they can before their career ends. Go and get your money. Go and get your $8 million. Go and get your nine point two five. I will always support mm-hmm. athletes getting as much money as they can, no matter what the situation is. I will always be on their side. And, and you get Lou Lamorello, who, yes, is very notorious for not releasing contract details. But you get him on record being like, man, this is too long and too much money. Omar... Your your intentions about fleecing were towards the wrong subject. You should have said mm-hmm. that Bo Horvat fleeced the Islanders. It was like, <laughs> yeah. He got paid. He got paid. I think I said last week that I agreed with Omar that it was a fleecing, and I think I yeah. I also walked that back over the last week. Um, yeah. I mean, it's. I think the overall point was I thought the Canucks should have gotten more for his production this year. Yeah. But I'm super happy that I'm super happy that he got paid. I think he deserves to get paid. I'm always happy when a player gets a massive contract. But I am so happy the Canucks are not paying that contract. Yeah, I gotta say. No. It's <laughs> no a lot of money. It's a lot of money for Bo Horvat. Yeah. But uh yeah, I, I look at that trade, I'm like, eh, is that a, that's a lot of money for a guy whose ceiling is as a 60 point player as of now, and that might be his ceiling for the rest of the rest of his career. But Bo Horvat, you know what, man? I'm going to give might, you a thumbs it up. It might work out really well. Matt Barzell is That's saying, it. like, he hasn't felt a spark with another player like this in a long time. So if that, like, if that gets Matt Barzell going, that deal is going to be worth it. Oh, and that's Barzell really needs something, man. Bars, yeah. Bars, Matt Barzell is an 80-point player who can't hit 80 points. Yeah, Like, you watch him play, right. and the skill is just there. And, like... If if it's Horvat that 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 uh, that ignites that that'd be sick that'd be sick for him sick for the organization sick for everyone there. Uh, Avery, do you have any final thoughts on the Islanders before we discuss the trade? Uh, it's not the trade, but the uh, playoff format. I will just say about Lou Lamarillo. It's still so funny after all these years how Lou trying to hide contract terms. Like, dude, you work in hockey. You don't work for Fort Knox. This is government secrets. Like, why is media 
still the enemy or still them. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, you work in pro sports. Like, what about the secrecy still from Lavrell? I still don't get this. Yeah, I don't get it. Cap friendly I'm, exists. Let fans <laughs> live does. on Cap friendly. Honestly. <laughs> Frank Saravalli, CJ, Dreger, LeBron, all these people yeah. have people. I read like the, the first tweet. Yeah, I read the first tweet, and the tweet right after was Friedman saying Horvat eight times eight point five. I was like, okay. Friedman, I forgot to mention Friedman. Anyway, it's a bit, like, it's a bit oh weird. God. But guys, let's let's be careful here. We are talking about the Islanders. Uh, I don't want anyone coming on and being all like, hey, you guys need an Islanders expert to talk Islanders to you. We were able to get through this segment. I'm really proud of us. We didn't need an Islanders <laughs> expert to talk to us about the New York Islanders. Mm-hmm. Love you, New York Islanders fans. You guys are great. Uh, time to talk about Sidney Crosby. Uh, and I'll throw Nathan McKinnon in this too. Uh, some NHL players during All-Star Weekend were asked for their thoughts about the current playoff format that they're in, which sees, uh, uh, you know, the kind of divisional format that we have. And a lot of people want that one eight thing back, you know, and yep. they, you were, the they fir- were asked for their thoughts and they gave up facts. They Not did. F-A-C-T-S, F-A-X, 100% accurate. Like what they said was so freaking true. And if, I don't know what it will take. I, I don't know what it will take. If you have Sidney Crosby saying it, I don't know what it will take, man. Like, oh, God, it's so frustrating. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've said this on different platforms, but isn't this a good way to show that the player voice has something in the NHL if the league actually listens to those players and does something? And if they don't, then doesn't that show how little it matters? If like, It's one thing if, like, like a fourth-line player said something. It's like, all right, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to listen to you. Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon, those are two of the most prominent voices who spoke out against uh, ab- about the format. Like, you, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, you got to listen. You got to at least have that conversation if you're Gary Batman or Bill Daly or somebody. You got to come meet in the middle and figure that out. And I get it that, you know, I saw the Gord Miller. Uh, shout out Gord Miller. Shout out Gord Miller, legend of the game. Uh, he put out that tweet thread about how uh, maybe we got to look at changing the number of games and, and how uh, certain teams, the amount of number of games between one team versus another and all that. Like if it means we can get to one to eight, I'm okay with that. Like I, I, I would like for them to, I, I don't know. I get maybe more, maybe it's just still going to be difficult. Like it's either I want more flames and Oilers games, or I want one through eight. I, I hate the fact that maybe we might have to choose. I don't want to have to choose. Give me both. Honestly. Why not both? I, I just, it just, for me, there, there is no benefit to doing well in the regular season. Maybe it depends on like what division you were in and what conference, but like th- that's what the main takeaway for me is, is that again, like, yes, I'm making it about the Leafs. The Leafs have been a top five team for the majority of the season. And we're facing Tampa. There's nothing. There is nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do about it. That's a problem. Like it's it's unfortunate that like they like it hasn't happened this year. But like there've been other years where like a team that's like first in the East or like first in the division will face a wild card team, and that wild card team is pretty good. Florida almost lost to Washington last year. Like it, like they it was so close. Yes, they got swept the, the in the second round, but like they almost lost. So it's like there's no benefit to, to doing well in the regular season. And I feel like we need to go back to that. Like, it, it, goes, be, it goes beyond the whole, like, oh, playoff matchup and stuff. There's, there's no incentive to do well in the regular season. 
That's why teams just get get into a position and they coast. Sorry, there's no benefit of doing well in the regular season in the Atlantic Division. I think we mentioned before, like on, on previous episodes, like the Pacific is nuts and in this aspect of the Central is nuts. But like in the Eastern Conference, like a lot of it is set in stone. And I, and I don't know, maybe is, is that the, the trade-off that the league wants? Like they're okay with like matchups being set in stone just to have them happen in the playoffs and get these rivalries. But like, I don't know. Like I'd say over the last like couple of years, the team the least hate the most are the Jets. And the only reason that happens is because of the Canadian division. So it's like yeah. you can find other ways to get rivalry and hatred between teams. It doesn't have to be this forced divisional format. Okay, I just need to mention something here. Uh, I just went on the NHL website and understand this is we're recording this in the evening of Monday, February 6th. If you go to the standings page and you click the conference tab and you sort everyone. So you show the conference where you'll see the one through eight and all that. And you sort everyone by points percentage. And you look at the matchups you get. As of right now, you would get Tampa Bay versus T- Toronto in the first round. I just oh. want that said. <laughs> oh. And, and Tampa Bay would be a higher seed. So oh. Tampa would have home ice advantage. I just want oh. that said. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Which is kind of funny oh. considering that right now Toronto funny for who? have home ice advantage. Funny yeah. for who? Funny for me. For us. Oh. No, I, I like one through I like one through eight, but I do think that is a very funny quirk in all of this. Uh and it is not lost on me that it seems like a lot of people who are really complaining about that format beyond players is people from Toronto who are kind of bored at the fact that they know who they're going to play in like two months time in the Stanley cup playoffs in the first round. Like, I, but that being said, I get it. Bored, One through is associated with a lot of my memories as a fan. And like, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with the switch. I think if, if it makes the playoffs better, in fact, I'll go so far as to say, I would rather one through 16, regardless of conference. I would rather that. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That'd be sick. That'd be amazing. But would, is the NHL going to do that anytime soon? Probably not. Nope. But it's funny. As of now, remember, as of now, it's totally possible. Uh, by the time this comes out on Tuesday, it looks different. But as of right now, Tampa has a better points percentage than Toronto. And both teams would play against each other in the first round if we went off points percentage at this moment in time. I just want that said. I, I feel like one through eight is also much easier to explain to somebody who's a newer fan or doesn't get like I I, I want a system I don't I want a system where I don't explain to somebody what a wild card is. Like people can understand instantly. One through eight, okay, cool. One plays eight, two plays seven. Once you have to tell somebody they're a wild card team. I've got people telling me like what the hell's a wild card? Like if, if, if I explain to you what a wild card is, you have a flawed system I feel. I don't even know if you have to really explain what a wild card is in the NFL. I don't think I don't so, feel no, like I... you have to do that that much. Or I don't yeah, know. I mean, I don't. I don't feel I have to do that in baseball. Or I don't. I don't know why I've I've never had to do that in the NHL period. But I mean, if you have to do that in the NHL, like that's a that's very interesting. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Uh, it, it seems like we're all in agreement. Mm. We we would much rather see the one through eight come back, and uh, yeah, NHL get on it seriously. Like, I don't know. What, could you imagine if Gary Bettman or Bill Daly listened to this podcast? You never know. 
This is one of the second times, like, like one of the second times a star has said, like, hey, this thing happens in games and we should, or in the league and we should stop. McDavid talked about the shootout being sucking. And that's McDavid. That's McDavid of the Connor variety. We should actually do another episode where we map out if the players got what they wanted, what would the NHL look like? Like if we take um, every single commentary or maybe over the last like two, three years of stuff that they said sucks and we changed it, like what would the NHL look like? There would be 31 teams and the least would not be one of them. <laughs> oh my God. That's what, that's what, that's what every player would say. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our final topic of the day. <laughs> uh, trade deadline, red flags. Um you know, the trade deadline is in about a month, less than a month from now. Uh, there are some guys out there. We know last year, a couple years ago, guys like Ben Schrott were getting offloaded for first-round picks. Uh, I'm sure people in Toronto are, are hoping they get someone like Ryan O'Reilly or or is Vladimir Tarasenko someone you would want? I don't know if you'd want Vladimir Tarasenko. Maybe Ryan O'Reilly for sure. But mm-hmm. is there like a, like a player out there who is getting a lot of attention that maybe you're like, well, I don't know if I want my team to be getting that player. I don't, or I don't know if if people should be offloading first round picks for this guy. Or we, we want to go through some red flags. You know, like we know how people are like, hey, you spot a green flag or a red flag in a person. What about for the trade deadline? So, the Steve Dangle podcast has talked about this. Who's that guy? And I, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I strongly agree. Because I'm seeing a lot of Leafs fans talk about it. Ryan O'Reilly would be cool in theory, but you can't ignore the context and that he's coming off a foot injury. Now, I have a very short term memory. No, I don't have a short term memory. I remember a lot of things. And I also remember that, you know, the Leafs traded for Nick Felino. To help toughen the team and all that type of stuff. And he was injured or he got hurt or I don't know, he aggravated a back injury or whatever. And then he wasn't good. Unplayable even. Or if you didn't play him, was noticeable. And I know what Ryan Ryan O'Reilly has done. He won the Conn Smythe the year that the Blues won the Cup. Like He's a really good center. Right, One of the best two-way forwards in the game. Those are 200-foot forwards in the game. Yeah. I don't know if that's the dude, man. And I really don't know if that, if the, what, I don't know what the price is going to be. I know a lot of people are saying they're like, oh, well, that teams are going to use the Bo Horvat um, price uh, to compare. I don't believe that for a second. I think they're going to say, okay, well, cool. Well, that's them, but it's March 2nd. So let's, let's change things up. So I, I don't know. I, I know I'm just, I'm very weary of who we give up the first and the prospects for. And I'm not sure if I want to do that for Ryan O'Reilly. So that would be my red flag. Not Nothing against him as a player, but just the context of what's going on. I would I would be nervous about it. Um, it, I could completely see the scenario of like he comes back. I don't know, like the 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 hood, the foot didn't didn't heal properly, or maybe there's just some discomfort. It impacts his skating and impacts his ability. And then okay, well. Then I'm here in April crying again. So I feel like you're record. coming from a place of fear, Omar. Oh, we'll give you that idea. 
<laughs> man uh, my flag is uh first round picks and this year of all years man look not everyone is julian brisebois not everyone's the tampa bay lightning you don't need to throw in that unprotected first round pick if you don't have to this draft is supposed to be deep uh this draft is supposed to have a lot of high quality players i'm i'm totally cool if teams say you know what you're not worth that first round pick, especially, especially if you find yourself in a position where you're sort of trying to figure out if you're a playoff team or not. If you have to ask that question, if you are, I don't know if it's worth throwing up that first round pick. I get it. You know, maybe you're not in a position where you can truly tank for Connor Bedard uh, and and anyone else in that kind of threshold, like an Adam Fantilli or, or Leo Carlson. But if this draft is as deep as everyone says it's going to be, Hold on to that first round pick, man. Or at the very least, if you really feel you got to do it, protect it. Protect yourself before you wreck yourself. Don't be like the Florida Panthers. I was literally just about to bring them up. Like, yes. there's there are teams where it's like, are we a playoff team or are we not? But it's also, uh, are we a win a couple of rounds playoff team or are we a, oh, we're going all the way to the final? And Florida, man, they went nuts. They traded everything. And now Montreal might get Bedard because of freaking Florida. I mean, so, if anything, yeah. if they were to get Bedard, they might not get it with the Panthers pick. If all, in all fairness, they so they might. So if they so get Bedard, they could get Bedard in like another top fifteen pick if it works out that way. They might also just miss out on them completely, and maybe their picks are like seven, eight next to each other. Who knows? Two top ten yeah. picks ain't bad. Yeah, don't don't lie to yourself. Just know know who you are. Avery, know, you know you know what I'm talking about. Right? Know yourself. Ken. Uh do we have any more red flags <laughs> that teams should look out for ahead uh, of the next month's trade deadline? Yeah, if you're trading for Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taves at ten and a half million. Hey. Hey. If you're taking on that whole salary, man, you must have cap oh. space. You have you have to. I mean, Carolina has uh, a little over 10 million cap space, actually. Oh my god. Yeah, cap uh, cap friendly well, no, says so. That that's not what that's not what I, what I thought of. Uh, talk talk to Wait, yourself, what were you, what were you thinking had, of? What did what did you find? Omar? When you because when you said cap space. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I always hear what people were you say thinking? Like, because I always hear people say like, oh, the Seattle Kraken have so has so much cap space. Well, and I was like, wait, they have cap space for the good this year. Oh my god! Are they gonna like? Are they gonna be like make make that like huge deal out of nowhere? But I like, know they only have like according to Cap Friendly, uh, they have uh two point three right now in current cap space, and they'll have about three point six at the deadline. Cap Friendly is your best best friend now, and also around the trade deadline. Uh, don't screen crap. Don't screenshot Cap Friendly. Actually, give them credit. They're a great site. Lots of them. I also want to shout out uh, Hart Levine uh, from Puckpedia as well. Uh, they're very helpful. Uh, I've asked them for help a lot of times. Uh, I got to shout out Hart. Cap Friendly deserves a lot of praise, but you know, I also got to shout out Puckpedia too. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and basically anyone who takes the time to help people out in these internet streets, uh, especially on hockey Twitter, with regards to salary cap and CBA stuff, they green flags for them. Those people deserve yes. all the green flags. Green flags for sure. I know, absolutely and they're mentioning red flags i want to mention a red flag here it's joel edmondson i see a lot of teams interested or you know rumors around joel edmondson <laughs> damn like, okay 
It's like if you're if you're I've said before if you're the Edmonton Oilers, that is not your guy. That is not your Run. guy. Jacob Chikrin <laughs> is your guy. You want to win now? You want to tell people you're serious about, about winning this year? Go and get Jake, Jacob Chikrin. That is your guy. Do what you gotta do as Omar's house falls on him. Do what you gotta do today. Like Michael Irvin once said, what are you gonna do to win today? Don't let people take food off your table, Ken. Go and get Jacob Chikrin today. Mm. Mm. With your chest. Yes, you, you should have finished the whole rant to be like, nobody <laughs> believes in you. <laughs> also, wrong, because Joel was yeah. Oh, sorry. You go ahead, Omar. I'll make my point after. No, yeah. I was just going to say, like, Avery's not wrong. Like, if there's ever a team, man, it's Connor Mc... You should be going for it every year. It's Connor McDavid. It's Connor McDavid. And he's having Connor an incredible McDavid. year again. Like, geez, man. Like, don't go. Don't go for the, 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 the okay option, the option that that may work. Go for the hit. Go for the go for the surefire trade that's gonna make the team better. Like you add Chicker to that blue line, man. Oh my god. Holy, that's a different team. So yeah, I agree. There's just weird apprehension when it comes to training Phil Broberg. Like Broberg will be a good NHLer consistently in two or three years. You need a guy who will be that stud right now. It can't be it's all about you know the future, the future, the future, the future. The franchise should be saying right now. Who cares about 2027 or 2028? You should be concerned about winning a cup right now, not in five or six years. It's ridiculous. I mean, Ken might care about 2027 because McDavid might be in Toronto. Oh, sorry. When Austin, to, when, when Austin Tempe? <laughs> you mean when Austin Matthews might be in I was going to say, you want to be that guy? Y'all think the Leafs could afford hey, both hey, of them? You want to be that guy? How does this math work? No. How does this math work? I just want Omar to explain the math. Because Tavares' deal will expire, and then he'll do the Jason Spezza and resign and resign. He's a great person. He's a great person. He's a great person, and then he'll he'll oh. know. Listen, tell you? McDavid will go to Kyle, and and Kyle will say, "Listen, man, we want you to stay as the captain, but we want McDavid. Can you come back no. on League Men?" And Tavares will say, "On yeah, League Men, for sure." Are awesome. you? And then yes, you guys yes, were just literally 100%. watching Omar write fanfic in real time. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, you know, my guy, live, my guy has his team time. ready, mapped live out. He has McDavid, and he has live uh, zone time on the same line, and everyone else on the team is at lead yes. That's exactly how that has Yo, to work. Fantasy hockey in real life, hundred percent. Turn the McDavid PS5 off in the middle. <laughs> Do you know how you sound right now? I'm so I, like, I of course <laughs> I, I know how I sound. I, I sound I sound completely insane. However, I'm also a Leafs fan. So is it valid? I think so. Um, who else is playing on this team? Yes. Um, McKinnon, and, and and Tyler Sagan. Avery's a coach. Uh, I'm Carlton. Did you just say Tyler Sagan? And there's, and there's, there's just no, there's yeah, no cap. Right. There's no salary cap. There's no salary cap. There's no cap. There's no cap at all. Uh, Gary walks up to us and says, you know what? You know what, Toronto? You've gone through so much. I you you will have the salary cap does not exist for twenty four whole months. Do whatever, go on. That's what he gives us. Just, he gives us the gold do rag and says, "Go on, spend, go on." And this go. man said, I'm, <laughs> "This man said, I'm the head coach." <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Yo, he gave, like, <laughs> I bet Wayne Gretzky. I bet you'd you'd revive uh, Wayne Gretzky's career too. And give him an adamantium skeleton and uh, make him play on League Min, huh? Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> no, it would actually be Mario Lemieux with the Super Soldier Serum. Thank you very much. And he has okay, the shield fine. and everything, and he uses it on the four check, and then he sends people against the boards, passes it to Ray Bork. And then passes it to Eric Lindros, who passes it to McDavid, and then passes it to Matthews, and then Jesus we score. Kingdom. And then on the other end of the ice, Matthews waves at Andre Vasilevsky and says, hey, we did it. And then I get brought to the ice, and I hold the Stanley Cup. End story. Okay. The only, the only other point <laughs> I wanted to make with Joel Edmondson, uh, who I think, uh, yes, I understand throwing the farm at for him. Uh, wow, oh, wow, is he really gonna be this year's Ben Sherrod? Are teams really gonna throw first at him? That being said, that being That's said, surprising. uh, I think if you're not doing that, you just want him on the cheap, maybe he could be a good depth defenseman to have. I don't know if you need to throw a first round pick at him, but hey, if you're Kent Hughes, I can understand why. Also, because I mentioned Joel Edmondson, I have to mention my very favorite stat to mention with Joel Edmondson, and that is Joel Edmondson was on the win- Omar smiling. Uh, Joel Edmondson was on the winning side of uh, the Canadians uh, coming back from a 3-1 deficit at the series and that game when uh, the Leafs lost uh, to a Zamboni driver. Joel Edmondson was on the winning side of both of those games. So no wonder Omar is on, is, is afraid of him. I'm, I'm surprised Omar didn't say for his goaltender would be David Ayers. One of these days, no. Omar's just going to like exit out of the show while we're recording. He's just going to vanish. Yeah. He's going to leave yeah, the meeting. Yeah, he's I'm gonna be. Good I'm gonna be paper. completely honest. I, I forgot that happened. You, you, you're absolutely right. He was That's on both team drops. You're you're absolutely right. He was on both of them. He was on both of them teams. I was, I was, I was thinking Man. about it. I was like, oh my god, yeah, he was on both of those teams. Jeez. Man, um, we're coming up on the three-year anniversary of David Ayers. Go ahead. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Question for Sam, actually. I'm scared. Um, because like. Like okay, so the Canucks trade Horvat, but like who's next? Like who are the who are the red or green flags for who's gonna get moved? Moved? Uh, literally Canucks, everyone, like, except Pedersen and Miller. Besser, except who and who? Pedersen, mm. Hughes, and Miller. Oh right, Besser. Yeah. yeah, Besser's agents is talking to teams. I wonder. Oh, that could be a trade that comes out of nowhere. He's going to Pittsburgh. I think so. That's my, that's my prediction. I wouldn't be surprised. Pittsburgh. Okay. Pittsburgh always gets these. Oh, Pittsburgh always gets these players. It happens all the time. It would, not, it would not surprise me. They always get That's these true. players. Always. Okay, Crosby, let's clip that Crosby, so that Crosby way when it, it happens, when it happens, uh, we can say Obar was right. Um, and that's gonna do it for today's edition of Zone Time, people. Nothing was broken. Uh, we got through it, and another great show was done. Uh, we will be back. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. Subscribe to the podcast. However, you listen to podcasts, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's through a podcatcher of some sort, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Check out everyone's content wherever they, uh, wherever they have that up. Whether it's the Third Emission Podcast, whether it's the Broadcast, whether it's in the mentions. You know, we got a lot of stuff cooking as well. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, for everybody, I'm Julian saying so long. Peace. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.